0: Get ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus and I'm your host. Um, Tonight we look at the Europa League quarterfinal first leg, Arsenal versus Slavia Prague. We will take a brief look back at the Liverpool game and the shambles that was. uh, And we'll look at how important... The uh, Europa League is to Arsenal and all that it stands for this season, because the season's not looking great otherwise. I am joined, uh, as always, uh, by old man Trev. Uh, Trevor, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Give it five minutes. I'm oh, very good. was on mute. Sorry, mate. I was just trying to find, find <laughs> the unmute, fun Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks, mate. I've, I've got over the weekend now. It's been a long week recovering from that. Dibarca against Liverpool, but I'm all right now. Looking forward to tonight. Looking forward to having the chat with Mike, and as usual, I'll put up with you, my friend. So yeah, Trolls nice. is first in the box. Hello, Trolls as well. How are you doing, mate? Nice to see you.
1: Hello, fellow Gunners from Trolls. Um, it was good to have Trolls on our chat the on our Zoom uh, the other day. That was really good. Um uh, uh, Mike, how are you? Uh, welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons yet again from the Guna Podcast. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you. Uh, appreciate you having me back on. Always a pleasure to be on with you lads. Uh, we've done a little reciprocal podcasting over the last few weeks, so it's been nice. Um, hoping that we can get back into the swing of uh, of, of positivity after today, because uh, certainly uh, didn't it hasn't been so good. No, no, it it hasn't. It hasn't. And Three to help weeks. us.
1: With that. To help us with that positivity, we have our man who's got Thierry Henry in the background. The Arteta lover. No, I'm only joking. Sorry. I, yeah, I do this to you every time. Potsy, how
2: are you? I'm
3: good, man. I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just going to... I've got a... Uh, I've got this. It's just some soup. I'm just about to drink. <laughs> I knew that was coming.
2: <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm, I'm an hour away from my... The soup coincides with the beginning of the game today, so I am uh, i couldn't be more <laughs> oh, excited. Mate. What are you going to do? Think I, what is, I think what's I'm you going be? broccoli, I'm all going all broccoli cheddar today.
1: Right, I take it as a soup diet then, Mike. Is it?
2: It's uh, the soup is probably the best part of the diet. Let's put it that way. So uh, okay, yeah. right, soup okay. and water. <laughs> uh, you're well, going to see me three... look like this in about in about three weeks. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be half the size. I'm
1: going to look like you. I, I'm, yeah, look, there we go. You see this, and this is what I'm carrying. I'm going to look oh, like this. Dan. What one is one going though, on? Carry on this way. What is going uh, on? With yeah. that
3: water? Is that vodka? That's not, it's, le-
1: no, it's, not. <laughs> it's lemonade. Lemonade. <laughs> Guys, cool, uh, we're all cheery. We, were, we, <laughs> we, we weren't uh, so cheery at the weekend. You know, the only positive we can take out of that performance of the weekend is that we lasted 64 minutes uh, before we conceded a goal. Um, we did lose Kieran Tierney for this uh, game and we probably lost them for four to six weeks. Um, we we're lucky just to lose uh, 3-0. Um, And to be honest, the night was summed up by the anonymous performance by our so-called captain, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I know you're on a little bit of a delay, so I'll try and pad it out. Jump in when you're ready, Trev, because I know you actually wanted um, to talk and vent a little bit about the game as well and and the lack of fight in particular from Aubameyang.
0: (laughs) Yeah, focus up. I've been a big backer of Aubameyang, mate. And, uh, and uh, but but it, it went over the top for me at the weekend. I, I don't know what's happened to the lad, and I really think it's time that uh, that um, Arteta decided to give him a rest. And he has tonight, hasn't he? The team's out, and he's decided that he's going to give him And rest. And um, I think we'll, we'll see a bit of a livelier performance. But it wasn't just Aubameyang. I thought that the Pepe was, was was really poor. I don't think he beat a defender all day, Pepe. 72 minutes worth of winger, and he's not gone past a player a whole game. I could find you better in League One. So I was really annoyed with the performance on, on against Liverpool. It reminded me, i tell you what, it reminded me a bit of the of the Europa League final in Baku, when they come out for the second half and down tools, it was that bad. It was that bad. I was, I was I'm really concerned about it. I just hope oh, that Arteta's had a big pair between his legs this week and got stuck into him and can put them right.
1: Well, yeah, listen, we're not going to do this game to death because uh, it's been done on loads of podcasts, but we normally just cover it over. Um, touched on Arteta there. I'll go to you, Dan, only because um, his tactics about his substitutions. What did you make of that? Nenny came on at 58 minutes, Martinelli at 77. I know Cedric came on because of KT's injury, but I would have done it the other way around, wouldn't you?
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, I I, th- I thought Danny Ceballos was shocking. <clears throat> so he had to come off, right? So... The only real option we had on the bench was El Elneny. So I didn't really see that as a huge shock. What was a shock was that there was no creativity throughout most of that game in the way that we were set up, the way that we played. It was so negative. Um To get to that stage where you're 2-0 down and you go, I better throw a striker on now. That's just shocking as far as I'm concerned. And Liverpool actually weren't that great until we to come on because they were was, they was thinking, this is not... What's happened there? Uh, this is not... He's um, <laughs> you on by his
1: phone. Uh,
2: oh, there he is. Um, <laughs> I'm on a 15-minute
0: delay here, boys. Doing
2: Christmas before <laughs> I get
0: through with you lot.
2: Hilsey, uh, we we lost to Liverpool 3-0. I just want, I want you to get up to date.
0: <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Mike, I've got something much more important to ask you than about the Liverpool game. A very much more important question than that. How long did it take to boil water in the microwave?
2: i've never had so much criticism over that four minutes and it's fine what's the what's the problem
0: four minutes Without, ke- just to us 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 you know people we use a kettle to boil water. so I just just i ain't got no out.
2: time i ain't got time for no kettle i don't wanna i don't want to have things out i i get to use the same bowl as i use to eat the soup to heat the soup and uh i got look i have a system okay' a system turn it that system has me, has me has me fit as a fiddle right gate.
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, big Steven kettle is loving is loving the soup comments, man. I will tell you
2: that. F- 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 finish kettle, sh- kettle schmelz, but but Dan, I think you. Speaking of the, the pot, calling the kettle black. Ah, oh, no. uh, Dan. Sorry, say? go on, mate.
1: We're bringing the yank on here again. We're never bringing the yank on here again, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finish off what you were finish off what you were saying there um, on, on, on...
3: In, a nut, in a nutshell, I was saying that obviously Klopp saw it wasn't working for Liverpool, so bought a positive sub on who changed the game. And um we were hoping that uh we could do something similar with a positive substitution, and we didn't see it until it was too late, in my opinion. So that was the biggest downfall there. This is not a knee-jerk reaction for me. I you know I've wanted this guy gone for a yep. long time now, and it doesn't change. Um the league, to be honest, is kind of been done since the new year as far as I'm concerned in in terms of top four top six whatever the hell it was the minute we've got battered at home three times in a row I realized we weren't going to be in the top six but everybody else said that you know they thought that potentially we could sneak into the Champions League still Um, and I never really saw that um, personally but when it comes to tonight's game obviously we've got to get up for this because it's a huge chance for us but with it's Liverpool I didn't see a result I said to you Fergus I thought it would be 1-1 And um, it looked like it was going to be a bore nil-nil, to be honest with you. The first half, both teams were very negative. Mm -hmm. Second half, they wanted it more than us, um, a lot more than us, actually. I think they wanted us more than us from the first whistle, if I'm honest. But the second half, they were all over us. My only kind of criticism, I suppose, is I will always give players credit until they make the same mistake more than once or twice. And people have been telling me all season, you know, me and Lee Judges have had this kind of debate. And a lot of people have been against us saying that they don't believe that uh they think they believe, sorry, that Rob Holden has been our best centre half this season. And I can't forgive centre halves making the same mistakes. How can you get beat by a five foot four sterling? And then two, three weeks later, you get beaten by a five foot seven Yotta in a box. Forget Leno, forget what happened before it, forget the cross, forget all that. When the cross comes in, you should know as a defender how you'll do it. And Chambers, I mean, you know, people were starting to blame. I'm looking at this guy every time Rob Holding uh, is at the back. I just see four or five scenarios in my head this season. Breakdancing against Grealish, not marking Watkins, marking space instead. Getting done by Sterling and Yotta in the air but this is our best centre-back, and I just can't agree with that. I would have Pablo Maria and Gabriel ahead of him every single day, and I don't think them to have settled.
2: Too. I've settled. Ollie, Ollie Watkins, Watkins did, did a number on him as well. I mean, they, when, his mistakes are large mistakes, and, and they're usually from just not not tracking or not posting up against. Uh, you know, yeah. they, Generally, I think he's fairly solid, but but like so many of our defenders in the past, when he makes a mistake, it's a goal.
1: Mm. You talk about holding, holding is playing tonight. Anyway, talking uh, about know, the Liverpool gallery. game, boys.
0: Talking about the Liverpool game.
2: Oh.
0: I, 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 I think it takes less than four minutes to boil a cow rather than boil water in a microwave, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's me Can I just say I, the Liverpool game, for, I, I thought that the strategy was pretty sad.
1: Looking at the uh, the Europa League game tonight, <laughs> Control, um, you mentioned Holding. Holding is playing tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, does that fill you with dread, Mike? I'll let you have a chance to speak this on this occasion.
2: No, it, 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 for some reason, I, I get filled with dread more when Louise plays than with Holding plays. But that's just because, you know, it, it's starting to really kind of even out, though, with these massive uh what you know i don't know what they call them boners uh when you uh you know when you just completely screw up and and uh and and it ends up costing a goal the the holding gabriel partnership have we seen that a lot this this summer this year it's been mostly holding and mari and then louise and and gabriel together so you know they're the, really the only other opportunity that we could have put in for this one, I guess, would have been Chambers, because Louise is out. Um, I just, it's you Pablo know, Marie. I,
3: Pablo Marie's got to be. in Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Surely. true.
2: That's true. Surely. But that, then you've got the two left footer. I mean, I, I don't know. I, this should not be. I, I kind of feel in this game like I did against um, two rounds ago against Benfica. This should not be a difficult ask. Um, all we have to do is be fairly solid at the back. I think they've got virtual. I mean, I don't know that they have anyone that, that's that's of significant worry. I don't want to take them lightly because they're in the final eight of this competition. But you know, I, I I think that we're okay as long as those two don't just completely you know stand on their heads while while they're being dribbled past. Um, and, and I don't see that happening. I have enough confidence in holding in Gabriel. I don't think he's mistake-prone. I think he just has made some mistakes that have been pretty bad. I guess that kind of is the definition of mistake-prone.
1: And looking at that lineup, uh, Martinelli's on the bench. Um, Willian, uh, Ed says on here that William isn't fast enough. They're going to man-mark us. Uh, Trev, have you got an issue with William uh, over Martinelli? Because you said to me before we came on that you would like to see Martinelli over Lacazette.
0: Yeah, well, William's not been been doing too bad recently when he's played, has he? So, you know, I haven't got an issue with that necessarily, but I would have somehow got Martinelli in this side tonight. Definitely, whether it meant leaving Lacazette out or or Willian out, one of the two, and get Martinelli in the side for me. We've not been playing well. We've not been working. We need to pick it up. This is the competition we can win. It's the only one we can now do anything in. And and, and and in fairness to, to Arteta, he's dropped out tonight. And you would imagine that Arteta would be thinking he's putting his best side he possibly can out. So he's dropped out But I honestly need to see Martinelli now. I need to see what he can do. I need to see what he's capable of. I'm hoping that we spoke about the other day, didn't we, that Martinelli's been injured. So he's thinking, I'm just going to use him very sparingly the rest of this season and, and put him out firing on all cylinders next season. I'm hoping that's the case. But I'm clutching at straws, really. I'm looking at where we can change things. And Martinelli jumps out every week he, as, as needing some game time and needing to play. I think we're good enough. If, if, if the half-decent Arsenal turn up, we're good enough to put this tie to bed tonight and not worry too much about the second leg. But if the other, if the, the, the Arsenal that turn up against Liverpool play tonight, we could well see us getting turned over 1-0 at home and hoping that the, the proper Arsenal turns out next week for the second leg. So at the yeah. moment, right? At the moment, if we're all honest with ourselves, how can we predict or say what's going to happen? Because we just haven't got a clue. There are no pointers. There are no directions. We have not got a clue what Arsenal team can cross the line. You don't know. You're clueless. One week they go out and they turn Spurs over. Next week they're getting beaten by Boston United, you know? You just do not know. What's what's going to happen? We're all speculating, and we're all making conversation, and we're all having a bit of a laugh at times. But I would check anybody that says they know what's going to happen with the Arsenal team. They're guessing because I don't think even Arteta knows what's going to happen. To be honest, when they go on that field, extremes. There's no middle ground. It's extremes. We're either exceptionally poor or we're exceptionally good. There's no middle. There's no consistent. There's no consistent. Dan.
1: Dan, Julian mentions in the chat as well about William is on for uh, experience and to protect Cedric. That means they got Cedric out on the right back position and they got the Bellerin on the left back position. Uh, I'm confused. Couldn't you put Chambers on that um, left uh, on that right back position and put Cedric on the on the left back? Uh, I know Cedric didn't do great when he came on um, against Liverpool, but you know he, he's better at
3: uh, at right back. Uh, left-back than uh, Bellerin, isn't he? Um, I wouldn't have Bellerin anywhere near this team at um, the start. Like. <laughs> However, um, <clears throat> I don't think that will happen. I think it will be Bellerin right-back and Cedric left-back. I'll be very, very surprised if it is the other way around. Oh, of course, the line the lineups looking... Being confusing. I think people are kind of guessing that um, it's either a mistake there or somebody, it looks like someone is saying that that is potential to happen. I can't see that happening. I think it will be Cedric on the left and Bellerin on the right. I have worries about William because I don't believe that he has done enough to get into this side. I would have Martinelli or Pepe ahead of him on that left-hand side. Yeah. But if that's not going to happen, then William comes in. I think he's actually... Statistically, I think I was listening to Sophie the other day. She was saying that he's been statistically better than Obamyang in terms of not just goals, in terms of like how he's played this season. If you were a stats man, I was Too shocked better. by that. I mean, uh, yeah, but any, I, I've, better been, I've Aubameyang. been
1: better than Obamyang stats wise as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he obviously doesn't mean by goals because he scored quite a lot with Lacazette, but I think he must mean. I don't know what she means by that, but apparently he's had a better season statistically than a Bamiang. <clears throat> I find that amazing, William, because he, wherever he has come on, he's done pretty God awful to be fair, apart from if it was Fulham away on the first season, which seems like ages ago now. Um, so I'm not too impressed by that.
1: He, he did have a couple of good games in the last round of um, the Europa League, and he has had he has come in fits and spurts when him and Pepe have come together. And you know, I'm not a fan of either player, um, but he is performing at Arsenal like he performed at Chelsea. He either performs out of the skin, like he did at Fulham, as you use an example, or else he's absolutely dog awful, as he yeah. had been for the, the following four games there afterwards. I think uh, Sophie from Highbury uh, Heels, um, he, our Highbury squad, sorry, is uh, referring to Bamyang being that poor that William's stats can be good enough. Because I think I think bellerin stats are probably better. I think I think Pat Rice, uh, who's the <laughs> former
3: kickman, could have better stats than... Well, I, mean, then, um, yeah. I must admit, Aubameyang oh. deserves to be dropped 100%. Uh, I'm not pissed off about that. I think he deserves to be. I don't think he's done enough in the last few games. If you're late for a North London derby, the, what you do after that is you make sure that you put in the performance of your life. And he hasn't done that in West Ham or Liverpool. It's two of the worst I've seen from him at the club, period, in fact. However, I don't think that it excites fans when they see Willian on the team sheet like it would if it was Martinelli, Erdegaard, Saka, Smith-Rowe or, or even Pepe. Um, so that's what I'd say about Willian. I think the midfield's huge tonight because <laughs> I don't like Granit Xhaka. I've made that quite clear. Uh, but he's clearly the best partner for Thomas Partey because anybody else that goes next to him is pretty poor. I've seen Elneny have a couple of good games against uh, Manchester United as one being a standout and another, another couple. But He's not been as consistent. I can can't you, stand Granite Chaka. I,
2: I I would never I would never do this or say this, but like, can you imagine mm. if there were an injury to Xhaka tonight? You know who's coming in for him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miguel I mean, Aziz. This,
3: well, I mean, if yeah. and me and that was, would be. I mean, I I, <laughs> I don't
2: see Arteta making that that substitution intentionally, but but imagine it were forced on him and that begins a new era of Miguel Aziz at Arsenal. I mean, what, how great would that be just in time for the summer window?
3: I must admit, you know, Mike, to be fair, with, with Aziz and uh, Lopez, I mean, I spoke to Danny on Burke at Wonderland. He absolutely loves Lopez as a left-back. He much watched him a hell of a lot more than me because I don't know anything about the kid. But he raves about him and says, you know, don't get another left-back. Just promote him. He's good enough. He looks ready. He looks very, very promising. So it'd be interesting to see what he he can do if he does get any minutes. And with Aziz, I just hear raving raves about this kid. But I heard this about Fran Morita, Dan Crowley. Uh, do you know what I mean? Uh, Crowley, I, Crowley. I, I
2: saw I, I saw Crowley play once, and he was incredible. But uh, I think that was the best game he ever had against Birmingham <laughs> in the U twenty ones. But but uh, you know, I, I just think it's it's those sort of things. It's it's almost. For a guy like yeah, right. Aziz, much like much like ESR, uh less so with Saka, but it almost is going to take an unpleasant introduction where where he forces the hand of Varteta to get him in there. And maybe we'll, you know, maybe this is the beginning of us seeing him in Premier League games more often, because the Premier League is gonna start to be a bit of an experiment over the next Listen, two months.
0: Boys, why a minute? Why am I why a minute? Because You've moved on from Aubameyang, but there's something really important we've not covered off about Aubameyang. And I, and I want to his, his hair, right? because
3: the,
0: I don't know if it's just me. I couldn't give a toss what hair he has, mate. I, he could buy it pink and green and yellow and whatever he wants from me. Air don't matter. But what is worrying me about Aubameyang is he's not showing leadership, right? In a team that's not performing well, I would expect the captain to be all over social media, all over the TV, all over Facebook, all over wherever, telling us fans that as the leader of our great club, as the man with the armband, he's going to go out there and he is going to leave from the front and he's going to come and, and, and apologize if they play badly. And he's going to come and take the plaudits if they play well. But he is going to be an example. He is going to be the leader, the armband wearer of our great club. And that is we're not gonna, just as we're not, much. We're not Son ever going to see that from him, He's not, well that, this, is what, this, is, this is the point I'm, I'm trying to, to, to make, mate. It's, it's horrendous. I want to see him out there. I want to see him taking responsibility, some kind of responsibility for Arsenal's performance. You talked to Tony Adams about when he led Arsenal, when he was captain of Arsenal at 17-year-old, wherever it was, he took responsibility for the team he led. If the team played badly, it sat on his shoulders. And he was manning up. And To this day, he still says that. It was my responsibility. I was George Graham's eyes and ears and, and leadership on the field of play. Oh, and so and it was me they answered been... to when they crossed that white line. We just need a leader. I don't know. Hang on, hang on, Fergus. I'll ring him up and ask him. I don't know, do I? I don't know, mate, why he's been dropped. But I think it's the right decision. I think it's the right decision. I want I want Alabama and scoring goals again. But I, tell you, I don't think I want him, even if he's scoring goals again, I don't think I want him as captain of our club. He's not the captain. He shouldn't be the captain of our club. I've got nothing against the man. I'm talking purely what we see on the field and what we see on social media and outside that, you know, we're not seeing anything that tells me he's in any way a leader of our club, or even a leader in the making.
2: I'm I not happy it about should, it. I think not the happy. captain should be Aziz at this point. We just need to put the armband on Aziz and move forward. Look, look be serious now, my, uh, John.
1: Uh, uh, Mike, John? John, John you, you've totally... You've totally flummoxed me. Listen, uh, we got Lacazette up, up top. Uh, we touched on it before. Would you have played Martinelli? But Because uh, Martinelli and Saka play really well together. Dan, how would you have changed? Are you happy with Lacazette up top? Could you have dropped Lacazette and um, Abamyang in such an important game when everything depends on uh, the Europa League to get us into the Champions League? Because there's,
3: there's no way top four is going he from now on can only play one of Lacazette and Aubameyang. I've seen enough of them trying to play together. You know, Unai Emery only did it, I think, when he was playing like a, a free at the back with them two, with Özil behind, and it started to work in the Europa League, but it really wasn't working much else in the in the um, in the Premier League. I think personally, Lacazette does play better than Aubameyang through the middle when he is with those infusion, the infusion of the youngsters. I think when there is Saka, Smith Rowe, and Martinelli when he was they were behind Lacazette against Chelsea, that was still one of the best that we've seen this season. So um, that's what I would try to stick with. I don't think Abamyang, if he carries on, is going to be here next season because he looks so uninterested, it's scary. And perhaps it is time to start thinking about life without him. And I think that everybody was worried that we were going to start to think of life without him this season. But maybe it's looking like it's time to Look towards the future without bamiang and Lacazette because I can. How, see are, we gonna unlo-
2: How are we going to unload? How are we going to unload him? I mean, well, uh, this who's going to take man. that on?
3: This is the problem, and it's not about his quality because it is clearly there. There's something wrong with him mentally at the moment, and I'm not sure what it is. Trev's right; he shouldn't be the captain. Um, I would be putting um, the armband on Kieran at the start of next season, whatever, even if he still stays here. Abamyang, I've got no doubt that Kieran will be a fantastic captain of Arsenal one day, whether it's next season or in five years, he'll be a fantastic captain. Agreed. I'm sure. Um, as long as he stays fit, that is. Um, but I think with Aubameyang, I think what we need to do is is try to look at life without him. And at the moment, it looks to me as if Arteta might be running out of patience with him uh, for his antics off the pitch and clearly on it as well. Um, Jamie Carragher summed it up. He said that was the most I've seen him infuse. Enth- that was the most enthusiastic I've seen him when he was off the pitch celebrating when we scored against West Ham. And that says all you need to know about it. When you turn up late, when you meck around with your cars and your hair and your Instagram. I don't want that really in the in the club. So if that is what he is, and he is a player that wants to be loved off the pitch more than on it, then I would rather say goodbye to him if that's what he's turning into or has turned into. So perhaps it's time for us to f- uh, think of life without him. Lacazette, again, not a huge fan of his performance against Liverpool, but when he is surrounded by players other than Aubameyang, he does seem to um, play a lot better. My worry, of course, is that tonight we have William with him. So let's see what happens.
1: Um um uh, is it the I nail on the edge, uh, Fergus? Pots no. is it the nail on the head there? Carry on. Pops is it the nail on the edge there?
0: In that, in that, in that tonight, with a massive difference tonight, is that we've got our legs back. We've got Smith Bro, and Saka back on the field, and they've been carrying us for games. They've been the energy. They've been the life. They've been the up and down of pitch players that we've been missing. So we've got them both back tonight. So. It's highly likely Lacazette will look good tonight. And if William lifts his energy levels, then William won't look too bad because he'll, he'll feed off Saka and smith bro as well. So so they are key to, to Lacazette playing well. Um, but Lacazette, at the moment, Lacazette for me, all day long over Aubameyang. All day long, Lacazette over Aubameyang. It's weird though, Danny, how our, our, our fickle or how shallow our fans can be at times because you've said about his... Cars on his air tonight. I've said about his cars and his air tonight. Mike said about his cars and his air tonight. But we never noticed his cars on air when he was bagging the coals did we? We didn't really give a toss you know? It's true, so, yeah. yeah. But it's true, though, isn't oh, yeah. it? You know, it's true, but you, there's times for that. And you, you can't be walking around like you've got, you know, half a dozen rats nesting in your air with their towels hanging out your head when you're not backing <laughs> it up with a display on the field, right? You need the display on the field to back that up. So and it's not happening. So our
1: we're out here, sorry. Mike, um <laughs> Dave did put a, a question in earlier and not necessarily directed towards William, but looking at that squad, um, is there anybody on that bench that you would play in the place of say William R. Lacassette? And I'll, yes, I'll bring and
2: it up I, on I, a i'm I'm quite sure that his comment meant that anyone on the bench should have been in instead of William. not is there anyone on the bench that should have been in? Um, you know in, in other words, he would have played Pablo mari uh, at, at left <laughs> wing uh, before he would have played William on there um, or, or at uh, yeah, exactly. i mean and, and and i I don't I wouldn't go quite that far, and I know I know what he was getting at. Pepe I think we, we should have, we should be giving Pepe an upper opportunity to link up with Cedric. I mean what what has what has gone wrong when the two of them have been on the same side of the pitch together? Not a lot. Nothing. Um, and you know Good this point. would have been Good point you know, the, the, the question I guess would be you know whether whether it works as well on the left as it does on the right I think it really kind of started there their partnership um, even with Cedric playing a little out of position on in, in the left side. But, uh, you know, I could live without Martinelli starting this game. Uh, I would rather see him starting to get starts on a regular basis in what is generally the less important competition so he can get some time. And right now that's the Premier League. Um, but to, to have Willian instead of Pepe in this one is a head scratcher. I would have absolutely started Pepe all day long on that on that left side with uh, with with Cedric, and then you know start to feature Martinelli in these Premier League games over the weekends against the you know the bottom five teams that we have coming up, just so we can see see what he's all about again. Mm.
1: Uh, I've started mem- Remember oh seven oh. You have started me. Remember 07-08 side. Uh, that was um, when we beat them 7-0 at home and then went on 0-0 at the uh, 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 at their place. So uh, I don't see a 7-0 tonight. Um, Dan, what do you predict the result being tonight?
3: I take 7-0, but I can't remember the last time. I think it probably <laughs> was then the last time we actually uh, did win 7-0. Theo Walcott's first hat-trick, I think it was. Uh, OK, what do I think tonight? Um, I am going to be foolish and be optimistic. Um and I'm going to go 2-0. I think that is so, so vital we don't concede tonight. And, I mean, Heath's put 3-1 in there. I don't want 3-1. I don't want them to score because, you know, that's that away goal, which is so, so important that they get and so important that we don't concede one. I'm going for a 2-0 victory um, and I hope it's comfortable I think that we have more chance with Saka and smith on the field of playing some creative football. And that's what we all want to see. I looked at the Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher comments on Monday night, which I thought was superb, by the way. Um, great two pundits, to be honest, and good banter. But when we have had those two in the side, I think the 10 games they've played together, we've won seven of them. And we get at least two goals per game. So tonight means it'll probably be nil-nil. Now they've said that, but, um, it is a, it is a good, a good stat. And I, I'm always excited to see Arsenal youngsters in the team and those two, um, have been fantastic. So they fill me with a lot more confidence than the, uh, the Williams and Pepe's of this world.
2: Mike, what's your thoughts? My thoughts are if there's more than one William and Pepe in this world, actually there are more than one Pepe in this world, but if there's more <laughs> than one William, then I'm, I'm a little worried about it, but, um, I'm trying to find a way to 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 pick a draw on this game just because whenever I pick us to win, we shit the bet. Um, I'm sorry, we crap the bet. I don't wanna use uh, uh, nice want to use that time. kind of language. <laughs> um, but you know i I, I can't see it. Uh, I, I I'd say probably three one. Um, the as much as William uh, makes me concerned about our ability to score. There is too much speed too much energy coming from those two um and as long as they have a reasonably good game i think we should be on the front foot for most of it so i'll go with 3-1 we might concede first but 3-1 in the end just like julian tree says we always concede always
3: you don't reckon mike that we'll uh, we'll lose the plot or it'll be squeaky bum time towards the end of the game no? uh <laughs>
2: It'll definitely be squeaky bum time, but that that might just be for me personally here at home. I,
1: I, I'm starting to believe that you three come on a WhatsApp WhatsApp group together and say, you know what, we're going to give them a hard time. We're going to give
2: them a hard time. Tonight. No, it's just that it's just that natural chemistry that we have right now already. That, yeah, I know, uh, I know, I
1: know, I know. It's not the Zoom call, guys. It's meant to be a podcast, <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, what's your uh, score
0: prediction? What game are you watching today? <laughs> well, <laughs> right, listen, firstly, firstly, I'm doing a podcast on another internet a weekend. I'm going to be right up with you, boys, because this is horrible tonight. I'm watching you boys laughing, and I don't know what you're laughing about till about five minutes later when I get the audio through. So I ain't got a clue what's going on.
2: Uh, Try it I, in my
1: seat. Just
0: before, just before I move on to my performance. My... Fergus, shut up for a minute. I'm trying to keep up, will you? Now then, listen. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I just gave. We're not going to Prague next week, you know. Prague is the best away trip in Europe, bar none. Prague is amazing, mate. What goes on in Prague stays in Prague. Don't tell Donna, right? But listen, it's amazing Prague city. You get a beer for like less than a quid. Great, great place to go. But I think tonight we're gonna we're gonna struggle tonight. I think we're gonna draw one all tonight. I think we're going to draw one all tonight and then we're going to win at their place next week. Real Arsenal will turn up in prom this week and we'll win at their place. So I'm going to go one all tonight. Bearing in mind, I'm always wrong. So hopefully it'll be like 4-0 to us and I won't give a damn. But I'm going to go one all tonight because I think that... Uh, I, I don't know why. i just got a funny feeling we're going to struggle a little bit tonight. I hope I'm wrong. To be honest,
1: Trav, love- yeah, Trev. Uh, Slavia praga beca- could become the first team to um, face and knock out three British opponents: Leicester, Rangers, and Arsenal in the knockout r- rounds of the European Cup. Since AC Milan didn't know six or seven when they done Celtic, Man United, and Liverpool. Um, I'm going for a one-nil. Um, you know, we've had fifteen different goal scorers in the Europa League. I don't know. Can we get any more in? Get Aziz and Lopez on, and we can we can have more and more. Um, or William? Yeah. I, Oh <laughs> uh, William has has William not scored
2: yet? William I don't know. Scored for Arsenal so uh, <laughs> he certainly hasn't done it in the score. Europa League for us. Would he
1: break into a smile, who knows, who knows. Break his hey, guys <laughs> short, sure, <laughs> the, to explain the bell the bell comes from the Goonapod <laughs> uh, which is the Guna podcast uh, which Mike does over in America. He's doing a, a, probably a bit late for some of the guys here. Uh, what are you doing after an hour after kickoff?
2: Yeah, we've started our uh, our, our pod open mic night. Uh, basically, uh, I guess you could It's not an original idea in the sense that there's a very uh, famous YouTube company that uh, that has kind of done this sort of thing, but we're doing it live. It's an hour after game time, and it's uh, it's just a chance for anybody that wants to share a few minutes of their thoughts on the game that's just ended. Uh, just get something out there in general, maybe five or six minute hits from from people who would normally. Be in the chat room uh, your very own uh, Bulgarian gooner Drago has uh, has been on the, the open mic night before we finally got to see what he looks like so it's a good chance to put some faces with names so um, if you're if you're up an hour after the game and you want to jump into our our lobby and 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 grab a few minutes on on screen with us afterwards you can do that just go to gooner and it'll take you straight into our uh, into our lobby uh, starting an hour after the game so about 11. UK time, six o'clock Eastern time here in the US and have so they, your they say. It,
1: they they call it lobby. But if you were using like a, a, an English colloqu- colloquial backstage. English, you backstage, green room, hallway, whatever. And every time you use an English phrase, you get a there. Because we I'm a bellend. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, Happy Dan, to thanks be. for joining us as always. Uh, Dan, Dan either here or same old Arsenal, um, and you can get catch Drev probably in about a week's time when he catch up, catches up with us.
0: Fergus, <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it be now, will you? Listen, the, the, on, when when are we play, what time do we kick off on Sunday, boys? What time do we kick off? You kick on off Sunday? Seven, seven o'clock, seven
3: fifteen or something. Yeah, seven o'clock. Right, seven
0: so what o'clock. time? What, what what time are we going to be going on live on Sunday then, Fergus, my friend? <laughs>
1: Six right,
0: fifteen. For you, you need to if if 12,
1: six o'clock. Well, I, six, six o'clock for you. I'm gonna start talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: gonna start talking about six o'clock, and then by the time we go right at six fifteen, I'll just be coming through right bang on with it. All, will not I? This is doing Trav. my heading. Never
2: in the countryside. Trev, you are one of the only people that are worth waiting this amount of time to hear what you have to say. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm more than happy to spend the five seconds on delay with you. Thank one, you. two, thank three. you, my <laughs>
0: man. I'll take that as a compliment. I've been given a compliment. You see, right? You see, listen, I'm only listen. just seeing Dan laughing. That's why I'm waiting now for something funny to come through. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. Um... Listen. Uh, if you want to catch a little bit more of me, I'm joining uh, Amanda.
0: What are
1: you doing to me?
0: From what are you doing to me? From <laughs> you, me? You, doing
1: me? you have been listening I'm, to Guns I'm, and Yellows, uh, an Arsenal podcast. Time for I'm some finishing. You Burn. will not beat me, Trevor. <laughs> one, one last thing to say. <laughs> Up
2: I'm the I'm arse. Up. <laughs>
0: You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by away. Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans.
2: Eat soup.
0: Oh. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow oh, yeah, Ribbons. To to up to up to Twitter and Twitter at Guns and the Ribbons. ribbons. <laughs> and remember to rate and review us soon.